It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. Listen in as your hosts discuss a variety of topics, ranging from Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy, the current standing of the Godzilla films, and the MCU. So, while I was packing, I um, left out two, or I guess actually three releases. I left out my Batman collection that I bought recently, my Blu-ray collection with uh, all the 90s Batman movies. And I also left out the three uh, Nolan Batman films. And so, those are the only thing I watched while I was moving. And so, from the first time since 2012, I revisited Dark Knight Rises. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, and very different viewing. Yes. Uh, but also very much the same. Okay, go on. Well, first off, I'll just say The Dark Knight. Love that film. Still the goat. Still the goat. Yeah, for whatever reason, my opinion on it had soured over the years. I'm pretty drunk at the moment, by the way, I'll just say. <laughs> I can't tell, really, because I can't see you. Yeah, for whatever reason, I, I just, I, I thought the... All the Joker stuff I thought was more contrived than it was because the Joker, there is some kind of a little bit of um, sloppy writing somewhat. He read the script. Yeah, and so some of that stuff over the years had soured on me, but no, that movie is just brilliant. It's one of the best superhero films ever made, I think. It's the GOAT! Yeah. It's literally like only Winter Soldier, I think, stands close to it. And it's only because The Dark Knight Rises was following that movie that I hated as much as I did at the time. Like, I walked out of that theater thinking it was a piece of crap. I, I don't think so, but there, but still, go ahead. And yeah, it's it's because of how great The Dark Knight was that I had walked out feeling that disappointed, because it turns out it is actually still a pretty good film. I Yeah, it's it's middle of the road. I don't deny that. It's not... It, there's so much that could have been done there, but... Yeah, even it's not even necessarily middle of the road as much as, as it is... There's a couple moments where it just, um, like, it cuts corners. Yeah. And otherwise it's great. But those couple moments where it cuts corners just feel really out of place for how quality the rest of the series is. That it kind of somewhat sours the movie, but there's still lots of great elements that it's like you can almost skip past them. And I just, I couldn't back in 2012 for whatever reason. I was, I don't know. (laughs) Hashtag release the Nolan cut. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great, but... I think Bane um, is a lot more interesting than I gave him credit for at the time. I think Bruce's kind of journey throughout those three films feels a lot more resonant than I thought in 2012. I thought it was just cheap and shitty. Nope. Just because um, the whole, you know, he had no cartilage in his knees and then his back getting broken. Yeah. I couldn't get past the fact that he healed up so quick, but uh, if you get past that part, it's, it's still a great journey for him. I mean, he wasn't a Lazarus pit after all. 
Well, I, I kind of wish that they had actually done that. Something like that, yeah. It would have made it work a lot better. <laughs> it's it certainly would have. I will say that. Um, yeah, I don't know why I was a little down on that movie. I didn't go see it with Yule uh, on opening night. Kind of glad I didn't because, well, no, I would have been fine with it. But then after hearing about the Aurora shootings, that was just yeah. awful. And uh, nonsensical and shouldn't have happened. But I don't know. I guess I was just so on a high from Marvel and the Avengers at that point. Avengers Assemble, excuse me. That I just didn't want to have anything to do with DC at that point. And then I watched Dark Knight Rises. And oh man, that fight scene between him and Bane. It's probably still one of the best fight scenes Nolan has in any movie. Even beating out some of Tenant. But there are some good fight scenes in Tenant, I'll say that. Because there's no shaking cam. It's a brilliant moment. No score either. It's just the sound of the pounding. Yep. And Catwoman in the corner, just like you can see how broken she is watching it. It's yeah, it's a really powerful scene. Oh yeah. And I guess you still have the the unfortunate implications about you know the cops versus the criminals. Unfortunately, yeah, that I, I still can't watch that scene. The extras <laughs> it just ruins it. <laughs> well, I also don't just mean that. I also mean the real life implications. Unless you can separate reality from fiction. Yeah, I can separate. And okay. I, and, and honestly, um, some of Bane's motivation when it comes to that aspect of it kind of ruins it too a little bit. But then when you get to the end, it, it turns out he's just kind of Talia's like, henchman. It, it kind which of fixes that. But is basically just him in, in uh, Batman and Robin, which is, you know, pretty stupid. But Yeah, it's just a little bit funny. But... I mean, I, again, that got to remember at the time... And I wonder if this was, like, quick, because, again, a lot of stuff... That movie is very influenced from Wall Street and what happens in 2011. Yeah, the whole Occupy movement. Yeah, I wonder if they, like, course-corrected almost or said, we have to talk about this. Or if either somebody mandated this or this was Nolan being like, I have to talk about this. Yeah, it really feels like that. It really does. It honestly just does make me wonder what... And I wish we did this in a comic book. I would love to do this in a comic book. Is if we had, what if, you know, the Joker survives and we didn't kill Two-Face off at the end of Dark Knight. Yeah, Heath Ledger, man. Going back to that movie after such a long time, I probably hadn't seen it since 2012. He's just brilliant. There is a reason he got an award. Like, that was, there was there was a reason why uh, Joaquin Phoenix saw, watched that movie and said, I want to do something like that. Yeah, it was such an incredible performance. Yeah, I'm stunned that for so long now I'd kind of looked down at that movie negatively. I don't know what happened. <laughs> hype. I'll be honest, it's the hype. It could have been the hype. It could have been just some of the sloppy writing because there is a, a touch of it. Oh, yeah. In that movie. I'm not denying that, but it's... I I don't want to keep yelling out goat, but it just... It honestly is. Yeah, it's so easy to look past some of the sloppy writing in that. Whereas yeah. with the Dark Knight Rises, it's a little bit, little bit harder. Oh, the writing's way more on the wall. Especially when Bruce shows up in Gotham after they made such a big deal about how it was impossible to get in. That's the one moment in that film where I still can't really look past it. I don't know what happened and there. And to I will, re, uh, I will repeat what uh, one commenter said many years ago. He's there because the movie needs him to be there. Yeah, it just it feels, it it really does almost feel like the movie jumps the shark in that one moment. It's like, he's just there. How'd he get there? He's got his old... I don't know. <laughs> the plot told him to. Exactly, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, it, yeah well, well, and we'll certainly do those commentaries at some point. I'm actually very excited to do those. 
and you know what? I'm now open to a little. Well, maybe not a little, but I'm more open to maybe Marvel stuff. At least like Iron Man one and uh, Winter Soldier. Sure. Just because I, I don't know. I rewatching it last night. It was honestly really good. Like it was. It was and it's funny that came out the same year as Dark Knight. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Well. And I don't know if you ever watched that sh- a video Steve talked about. I think that was he brought it up in. Uh, he brought it up during his one of his talks on Dark Knight Rises again, or one of his rewatches. But I liked what he said about how Marvel and DC were comparing each other and whatnot, and like how you didn't hear all the hubbub like, oh yeah, DC took the year of 2008. I mean, yeah, let's be honest here, they kind of did in 08. Like, yeah, Iron Man's good, don't get me wrong, but Dark Knight is, oh boy, it's one of the best superhero movies. <laughs> it's no, it's it's just a good movie. Period. It's it's not a. I don't see that movie as a superhero film. I see that as a f- actual film that should Absolutely. be put up on a pedestal like everything else. Whereas uh, Iron Man is a very good, real, an excellent superhero film, I'll have to say. And I rewatching it, I was oh, there's so much, there's so much they could have done more with like the character of Tony Stark. And I don't mean like past, you know, Iron Man one. I just mean like there's there's a lot they could have gone into more. I think with that movie. But it certainly is a popcorn film. But it's a darn good popcorn film. And just what I liked about it a lot was the practicality. And there was so much practical effects. And not a lot of CGI. Or at least if there was CGI, it was integrated perfectly. And I couldn't tell. Yeah, they blend them perfectly. Absolutely. It's really nice. I I have to give my... like I, I... In the ending, I mean, you can't undervalue how brilliant that ending was. Especially in 2008. In, in what, what way do you mean, if I may ask? I remember seeing in the theater, and when he said, I am Iron Man, it was like oh, a yeah. jaw-dropping moment. I thought you meant, like, the fight scene at the end. I was like, uh... Oh, no, no, not that. that. But, yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, no, the I am Iron Man. Years of superhero identities, and it's just like, you know what? We're doing it this way. And, yeah, rewatching it again, it's it's amazing. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, I remember in the theater just feeling like, wow, I, I, I can't believe you just admitted to the whole world. Like, what's going to happen in the sequel? <laughs> We found out about that later, but... Yeah, and then I saw the sequel. I didn't see the sequel in the theaters, but when I saw it, I was really disappointed. I, yeah. That was one of my first turnoffs to Marvel, and <laughs> Thor was the... kind of the hammer in the, in the coffin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coffin. Or nail in the coffin. <laughs> no, 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 hammer in the coffin is way more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, then I saw um, Captain America, and I was like, fuck this, fuck this. These are all crap. Hey, man, at least you jump ship quickly. <laughs> Took me like right before Endgame comes out to be like, nope. <laughs> no, but I, I I missed a lot of great stuff jumping off so early. Fair enough. I mean, to be fair, I've only I think I've only missed like five films. Last night I was like, yeah, I only missed like five films out of like the twenty films that have come out. So like, and I watched Agents of Shield for like three seasons, and I watched Daredevil like most of the Netflix stuff until I until Iron Fist. Yeah, I honestly feel like the only two things that you're really missing out on is um, Into the Spider-Verse and uh, maybe WandaVision. Uh, Endgame. Endgame, I, I... Just for just for closure, that's all it is. Just for closure. You know what's funny? I, I, I'm not being fair to that movie because it has a great first two hours and kind of a shitty last hour. Yep. And I let that whole last hour define the movie, but it really was good for those first two hours. It was great. Okay. 
but I thought that last hour was just so lackluster that it put me off the whole film. So, well, maybe one day I'll give One Division a chance, but I'll sooner watch and talk about maybe on the channel Daredevil season one more often, just because. Oh boy, that one, that one's something. We could very sporadically release some Marvel stuff leading up to 2028. Oh yeah, like again, which I guess is coming close, but because I already sa- I, I I said this off off recording and I'll say it now here is my five favorites as of this point. It's not the last four aren't I haven't ranked them yet, so these are unranked. These are just like off my head. Uh, but the first one absolutely is Winter Soldier. By far, it is my favorite. Uh, then we have again no particular order yet. Avengers Assemble, Age of Ultron, Iron Man 1, and then Civil War. Mm-hmm. And then, like, runner, honorary mention, Thor the Dark World, because nobody else likes that movie. Ugh, God, I can't believe that. <laughs> uh, it's only if you took away a lot of the Earth stuff. If I if I were to edit that movie, I would probably like it, the, the cut. <laughs> yeah, maybe my biased. personal resentment towards that movie is feeling like it really wasted Christopher Eccleston. That too. So maybe I'm, maybe that's one of my reasons that I'm so disappointed in it because he's so brilliant as the Ninth Doctor and so brilliant in the Leftovers. I feel like they just completely wasted him. Yeah, and I'm not saying like I absolutely adore that movie. That movie for me is again like After Earth. It's not the worst film ever made. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I I'm not saying I love After Earth to death. I just will defend that movie till I die. I die and saying this is not the worst piece of garbage I've ever seen. Yeah, we'll get to that one day. We'll do all the M. Night films at one point. One so. day. <laughs> First, got to get through his Johnny's picks, but one day we will do that. Yeah, if only those would pop up on Netflix, then we could do them. I mean, I'm pretty sure either he has them on Netflix, he either has them on by legal means or not. Or we just, yeah, I, Fraser Health, if you're listening, who cares? Um, we forego and just us two come to your place. Yeah, because I own basically every M. Night film except for... Why um, do you do that to yourself? I buy everything, man. <laughs> You've got to stop. Seriously, you need to stop. Or at least start doing it digitally. And now I like having the physical copies. I know you do, but like space. I don't care if you're in a new place. It's going to build up. Yeah, see, that's why I've had to stop collecting comics in the same way. That's fair. Because I just... They take up so much more room. Well, Discs see, I, I can handle, but comics... See, I don't buy comic books. I buy graphic novels. <laughs> well, yeah, I've actually stopped buying issues. Yeah, I yeah, I again, I've I'm actually like somewhat anti-issue or not anti-issue. That's not true, but I prefer graphic novels because it's a novel. I've always liked novels more than I have like single issues. Like if a, if Harry Potter came out in issues, oh boy, I'd probably like not be happy. <laughs> I guess it's weird. It's like. I don't have the patience to wait for another issue to come out the next week, but I have the patience to, like, sit through a book and read a book, excuse me. Yeah, reading week to week is such a bitch. I uh. I never had that experience. I never, like, had that experience because I never knew Central City Comics existed until, you know, four mm. years or five years ago. Well, than that, actually. And then they closed down. But... Yeah, I think I did it for, like, two or three years, and, yeah, it was so annoying. Whatever the comic book shop downtown on Granville is. Yeah, I'm not sure what that comic shop is, but... Oh, speaking of which, sorry for interrupting. We'll go on back to this later if you want, but... Boy, sure. speaking of which, um, we I, I was watching a news uh, article, not news article, but a, a piece of news, pardon me, and... <laughs> clip? Clip, yeah, news clip, there we go. But there was this news clip on, on Global a week and a half ago, I think, and it was talking about revitalizing uh, Granville Street. 
And what oh, they're going to okay. do is they're going to put in a building along where I believe the Orpheum is. No, maybe not the Orpheum, but somewhere on the right side of it, if you're looking at it down towards the bridge, on the or on the left side of it, excuse me. That's it? Yeah, they're just going to put <laughs> this giant... Yeah, no, 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 like, if you're looking at... If you're looking down the street at the bridge, they're going to put a giant building along the left side of the buildings. Wow. Yeah, hmm. like this giant, massive stairwell-type building. Like, think of... I don't know how to think of it, but it's like think of a think of a triangle almost. Think of an obtuse triangle, and how you have like the ninety degree angle, and then it's like down an angle. It's like one of the longer triangles. Hmm. It's it's, I know it's it's random for me to say, but like yeah, that's that's <laughs> happening. So it's like interesting. Yeah, so maybe it'll, more gentrification maybe downtown of that. <laughs> Makes me think of uh, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's one character in that who was very against uh, gentrification. Mm break out her hammer start smashing things up <laughs> oh nice yeah fair enough yeah it's a great show it's too bad they canceled that oh did they yeah well it's, it's netflix what do you expect or maybe they just ended i'm not sure I, I feel like it was canceled but maybe not i mean would i be pissed off if they like canceled castlevania i kind of would be i'm enjoying it so far well only i made that clear but like enjoy parts <laughs> of it <laughs> Again, season three was much, uh, much more in, a, in the right direction. Step in the right direction. I'll say that. Yeah, I'm still editing the TNE Speakeasy uh, number four, and yeah, you talking about your complaints about that in that episode. Going back to Batman. Yep. So I rewatched the trailer for Dune again. I rewatched the trailer for the Batman, and with the Nirvana song, which was nice. It was. I'll get to that in a second. And then I finally watched the recent trailer because I didn't know when I was going to watch it because I was like, okay. I'm not going to see it in a theater, so I might as well just see it here. You know, my policy on, I'd rather see trailers in the theaters, because that's where they used to be in. Now everything's on YouTube and stuff. Whatever. I've watched the trailer for King Kong vs. Godzilla. There you go. There yep. you go. I was just about to ask. <laughs> yep. So let's talk about that. Talk about Batman in a second, but this for now. Visually, it looks like it could be the best one yet. Yep. Story-wise, I'm not sure, but... Uh, this is weird for me to say, but I don't know how I feel about Kong having an axe or whatever he was wielding in that trailer. Yeah, I didn't have any problem with it, but okay. he, he does wield weapons in other Kong movies. So. I guess so. What am I saying? He, and then I realized, okay, he's got opposable thumbs for good sake, so of course that's like what he's bringing to the table. Yeah, he'll grab like a log or I think even in the Peter Jackson one, I think he grabbed like a, a plane. Yeah, it's true. Starts smashing their planes with it. So I think my problem was more or less the fact that whatever he had in his hand was able to like go through and hit Godzilla with an atomic breath at the base. So I was a little like, okay, really? Like, come on, that atomic breath should have melted through whatever material he had. That's fair. Again, context, don't know the scene, but I'm just being uh, making a fool out of myself and being really anally retentive. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> trailer looks great yeah and, and everyone's uh, been blowing up all over my godzilla groups claiming that it's not godzilla in the trailers that it's uh mecha godzilla in disguise yeah that's what i heard as well yeah there every day i see posts about it everyone's going crazy so <laughs> i mean we're gonna get mecha Ghidorah somehow because of the end of king of monsters that'd be awesome if you showed up i mean that's another theory that people have been throwing around that um they're gonna team up to fight Ghidorah. Either that or Mecha Godzilla. I wonder if is there ever like a Mecha Kong? Uh, yes, there is. In uh, King Kong Escapes. Oh wow. Okay then. I mean, that's probably gonna happen eventually. It's awesome. I can't wait till we get to that movie. 
I guess my question is, again, I don't want to sound like Cap or anything like that. By the way, I've not watched any Geek Geekvolution at all in a while, so... I don't know if you have it all. Oh, wow. He recently re-released his Batman Begins uh, video. Yeah, what was that about? Uh, it was just his... I guess he's doing... Um, he's re-releasing a lot of those old shows okay. for whatever reason. Maybe he, like, remastered the audio or something. But it was, like... Uh, it was a few days after I originally watched Batman Begins, so I was like, hey, perfect timing. Yeah, there you go. Is that from, like, years ago, by the way? Was that, like, the original videos, something, like, years ago he did? Yeah, the 2010 video, yep. Oh, jeez. My goodness. Ancient yep. times. Yeah, his voice sounds so different. <laughs> yeah. He's got no kids by that point, or maybe one. No, he has only one kid by that point. Oh, and I watched uh, Mask of the Phantasm for the first time as well. Hey, what'd you think? I liked it. Yeah? Some pretty, probably the best visuals I've seen from the Tim universe so far. Yeah, and they got screwed over that one just because of, it was originally going to be a TV movie, and they're like, yeah, we're going to go to film. It's like, or yeah, like big fe big feature length, like on the screen film. It's like, um, <laughs> okay, we're going to need a lot more money for that. So if there's some stuff that looks a little weird, that's why. Yeah, some of it looks really TV, and some of it looks like really crazy uh, quality. You can tell that they just got thrown the budget at the end and threw in some cool visuals. Yep. Like, if they had the right budget from the start, that would have been a really good-looking movie. Absolutely, yep. Like, a top-notch movie. Like, you would have seen so much stuff that you wouldn't have seen in the animated series. It would have been nice. Yeah, it's too bad they never gave them that kind of budget again. It's, ba it's basically like, for those who know, it's like... The My Little Pony show, or Friendship is Magic show, and then the My Little Pony movie from 2017. It's like that, basically. Yeah, you and Johnny gotta do an episode on that one day. Just the two of you. Oh, <laughs> trust me. No, we might bring you in. Well, I, I haven't seen any of it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, the movie is kind of open to a lot of people. Or it's kind of, uh, what's the word? Uh, not consumable, but... Yeah, I guess we could just do a commentary on that, and you guys could kind of talk about the series more. Yeah, and you only recently watched it as of last year. I mean, so did I, but that was only because I was in the series finally last year, but uh, it's not appropriate. Ah, what's the word? Accessible. Yeah, it's accessible for all audiences, mm. in that you don't have to watch the show to have watched it. Sure. Which kind of de is a detriment to the show, because it came off, cause it came off of season seven, which had a whole like season-long arc. I was pretty good. But kind of, once the movie came out, it was like, <laughs> okay, well, we're not doing that. And then immediately following season, or the movie, season eight is all about the, not the, not really all about the repercussions, but it kind of deals with stuff from the movie in a way. Well, it's on Netflix, so yeah, we could absolutely do it. It is certainly not on Netflix because My Little Pony is very hard to find on DVD or Blu-ray. Oh. I only watch it on Netflix. That's the only way I found it. That's that's the only reason I'm staying on Netflix is for that reason, of course. And for any new se seasons of Castlevania. And when they eventually put out Avatar The Last Airbender, just to, just to glimpse. Just to have a glimpse. Yeah, if that's even going to happen now. I don't know what's going on with that, but it seems well, like uh, the development stalled. I hope it cancels, gets cancelled otherwise or morphs into something else, but I don't know. It's gonna read the books by that. Okay, back to Godzilla, by the way. Go back to Godzilla. Uh, I don't mean to speculate or not and start actually saying to act like Cap oftentimes, but I wonder <laughs> what's gonna happen after, like after this this the versus movie. 
Well, we just gotta hope it's a success. I mean, if it's not, if everything's kind of riding on this, so. I don't know if it is or not, but yeah, it's true. At least American-wise, because the last movie was not as big as a success as they were originally planning. Fair enough, eh? I kind of figured that too. I think it earned some money back on um, home video, but yeah, I'm telling you, home video won't go away if it's just for that reason. Yeah, but I don't think it was quite enough to secure a fourth film yet, so we'll see. We'll see, but yeah, if it's let's just argument's sake, it, it is a success. I wonder where they go from here, man. Like, do we do individual movies like Marvel? Team up movies that Marvel don't won't do. I would love it if they just went back to the Heisei era model and just did Godzilla versus New Monsters. That'd be something. That'd really be something. I wish they did. Yeah, because I don't think we've had a new Godzilla versus movie since Godzilla versus Megajirus. I think that was the last one. Ever since then, they've been on the model of just kind of revisiting old school monsters. Yeah, I guess so then, eh? Yeah. I mean, we had, like, Monster X in Final Wars, but <laughs> mostly it's been... I wonder what the American interpretation of those monsters are going to be. Yeah, I mean, I guess we saw new monsters in Godzilla 2014. Yeah, the big mammoth creature. Yeah, the Mutos. They're Mutos. okay. They can go more, I think. Yeah. I mean, I assume we'll see... I think what I'm talking about is I'm assuming we're going to see, like, uh, the return of Mothra. That'd be cool. Probably... I would like to see Rodan again. Yeah. They couldn't do a whole movie on him, though. <laughs> I guess not. I mean, I, would you think they could do, like, a team-up of Rodan and Mothra together? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, hard to say at this point. I'm more curious what Japan's going to put out next. Yeah, that's the that's the really big thing. Like, they've already got... Since Shin Gojua, it's... I mean, it's, it's the... Only two movies with Godzilla in it to Japan's only one recently unless you want to count the three earth trilogy movies and then the new series yeah i would and also that anime um i i just said the anime series no no that anime film whatever it's called <laughs> the one i couldn't uh remember on the uh, godzilla 98 commentary i mentioned it so this is different than the series that has jet jaguar in it eh yeah it's called um it came out in 2019 it's called oh. uh let me see what the hey i always forget what it's called it's not on Netflix, I assume. No, I mentioned it on our um, last episode about Godzilla. I guess I didn't hear this. Yeah, you did. It's called... Uh, the, it's just weird to pronounce. It's called the Shinkasen Henkai Robo Shinkalian the movie. The Marvelous Fast Alpha X that comes from the future. That's amazing. What kind of title is that? <laughs> what the fuck kind of title is that? That's amazing. That's an amazing title, I'll <laughs> say that. I'd pay that. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Yeah, it's on our randomizer now. Oh, yeah, let's watch it, bud. Yeah, when it came out, I'd meant to add it to the randomizer, but it just slipped my mind, and I didn't remember it until someone posted in the Godzilla group, and so I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, I gotta add that. <laughs> yeah, holy smokes. That, that's, that came out of nowhere. Same year as uh, the last... Yep, it did, yep. Wow. Yeah, and Godzilla looks really cool in it, too, so I'm excited to, to get to that. But yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to get to all that stuff. I mean, I can't wait to... Maybe we can do Mechagyrus maybe next week if we're if we're both available. I don't know. I mean, well, that's also with our wait. Yeah, did Eric say have interest in that one or no? Um, I know that he wasn't super positive on that one just from Twitter. That's fair. So I, I'll ask him, but we'll see. If he says if he says no, that's fine because it's not like the end of the world. Yeah, I'm sure he'll come on for other ones, but yeah, maybe not that one. 
you'll always like send him a shoot him a message or not sure yeah and that one is pretty divisive among fans a lot of people think that one's total shit i, I kind of like it but it's not great <laughs> that's fair um uh, let's see what was i going with this oh yes batman the batman um yeah i don't know why i really like that trailer now the great trailer yeah it's really great trailer and uh, uh, first time I heard that song ever. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I never heard that song, but something in the way. But holy smokes, it was something else. Very simple, very moody. And it was perfect for that trailer. I'll say that, or for that, yeah, for that trailer. Yeah, I don't have much to add, but I'm pumped for that movie. That's for sure. Here's here's what I was gonna add. You remember the you remember the theme. To the TV show The Batman. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up on YouTube. Doesn't ex- like I was hoping that somebody would have done the decency to <laughs> overlay the the Batman TV show theme oh, by man. the Edge. The person, the Edge. Sorry, not the band, because I'm sorely mistaken. Uh, over top the trailer for the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened yet. Maybe I'll finally. I don't know how editing, how the editing software is going to be on on the Surface Pro Seven, but maybe I'll try something. Maybe I'll finally try my hand at editing and put out my very first YouTube video ever. <laughs> yeah, sure. That. I've always wanted to like do a lot of editing. Like I have so many ideas of like editing stuff. Like you don't even know, man. Yeah, here's here's something. What are you what are you expecting from that Batman TV show though? Uh, the live action one on HBO. No clue. I mean, no I, clue. I'm kind of shocked they're even making it. Here's what I would want. I want, like, again, similar to Daredevil uh, series. That'd be great. Um, we'll see. <laughs> something like that, or some... I want to I wanna say something Sherlock. I know I'm not... I, didn't, I never watched Sherlock, but... Maybe something along the lines of Sherlock, in a way. Of doing, like, a each, each series. Like, there's only six episodes or something like that, but it's... Uh, it's like this detective story. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. That I would want to see. Like, I don't, I want, I'd rather see that than like something very bombastic. Not to throw, not to say you can't do anything bombastic with Batman, but I'd rather have it be a much more noir detective piece with these like really cool outlandish villains uh, in it. That would that would be really cool. I'd say that would be cool. And yeah, there haven't been a live action Batman show since. Um... 66 right i mean gotham if you want to count that but i i don't yeah yeah i guess that's fair i didn't really think about that show and he's sort of connected in a way birds of prey well (laughs) was batman in that i thought he was referenced in that i think he is but i think he's referenced in batwoman too and it's not really uh but yeah, I, I just kind of figured they wouldn't put... I always thought they'd just keep him in the movies and they wouldn't put him, put him back on TV again. But, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what it's going to be like. Um, yeah, I don't understand the reason for not putting him on TV. I mean, I do and I don't. It's always like, what is that going to look like? And I think Eric and Cap had this discussion when they were watching Lois and Clark about how, how do you do a TV show with Batman in it? It's like, that's a good... Especially on, like, cable or syndicated TV. It's like can't really do that no i think they could i think they're just worried about like cheapening the brand or something that too because there is certainly 
an upper, not upper class, but there's, there's, there is certainly, pardon me for forgetting the word, but there's, 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 thank you. Yep. I was about to say that. Yeah. There's, (laughs) there's a prestige to Batman and same with Superman. You wouldn't want, and and Spider-Man as well, like that you wouldn't want to like mess with. So that's why we keep doing it in animation, Mm -hmm. which, you know, works a lot to varying degrees of success, depending on who's directing it and who's who's guiding yeah, it. Yeah, could you imagine a Batman CW show to... <laughs> I mean, it's called it's called Arrow, so if you want. <laughs> at least, at least, so, at least, I'd say, like, probably season three and four is when they make it a Batman show. Season one has some roots to Green Arrow in that it's taking a lot from the Grell run and the tone of that show. Mm-hmm. Or the series, excuse me. So, and there's still a whole like he's targeting the rich. So it's like okay, that's at least Green Lantern or Green Lantern. There's that's Green Arrow stuff. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So that's that. It, it's certainly, but again, there's a lot of Nolan overtones to it, which is nice. I mean, that's the same thing with saying like, could you imagine a James Bond show? Oof. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine that at all. Exactly. You. you that's like. But, holding the thought to that that's just dis- that's disgusting to think of that if I, why would you say that you simpleton you casual viewer of james bond it's like eh, you know, i'm not like i don't mean that it would be interesting but it certainly would feel monster of the week by that point or formula of the week that is the thing of course you don't want it to be formula of the week it'd be cool actually now i'm thinking about it james bond show where each season adapted a book book yes six episode seasons because it was a british tv series i'm imagining yeah, oh, that could be cool, huh? That could probably work, but unfortunately, I was thinking of like each they do a book each episode. Oh God, no! <laughs> and distill it down to that. Oh yeah, each week oh. he's like doing. That's like, oh my goodness, no. Yeah, I'm still holding out that one day they'll go back and adapt the books in in the period in the 50s. That'd be so awesome. Animation, I think they could do it. Yeah, they probably never would, but I hope they do. Oh, you know who would have been a great artist on uh on any of the James Bond books? Like in error of the comic books, Who? if they were adapting the sh- uh, when when they're adapting the comics on uh, Dynamite, Darwin Cook. I could see it. Yep, I could see it. I honestly think that man could could have done it. Like, I want to look at his other creator own work and other stuff he was doing with Vertigo. Me too. And or Image. Sorry, at the time, not not Vertigo, but Image. And they looked spectacular. I won't read that Catwoman story he did. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, it's, 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 he, I think he, I'm pretty sure it's the suit that actually is inspired by, or that inspired Nolan to, for, for Catwoman's look in, in Rises. Oh, okay. Hmm. Going back to that, which is fair. Just because it was that, I think it was coming off of that costume from, oh, was it Nightfall or was it No Man's Land? It was the purple one that she was wearing at the time. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, fair enough. If, if all of you play Arkham City um, or Arkham Asylum, no, not Asylum, sorry, Ar- Arkham Knight, I think that's one of her alternate costumes in Arkham Knight, but it certainly is in Arkham City. You, you all know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I think I think Cook would have done a great job on... I would love to see him adapt his art to James Bond. I think it would have really worked out pretty well. Yeah, but still, rest in peace, man. Oh, is he dead? Yeah, he died. Oh, wow, that's too bad. Oh, I didn't know that. I remember Kat putting out a video in 2016 when he passed away. And I was like, oh, God dang, man. 
Hmm. Yeah. I think it was cancer that got him. Yeah, just like with that uh, episode that we did with Jason. Whoever that uh, person who wrote that episode oh, of yeah. uh, Superman was. Yeah. yeah. 20 years ago, or 30 years ago, soon to be. I don't think of anything else. Not that I, pardon me for keeping you, but... Well, I've currently, since I was sitting right here and I've got all my books beside me, as I keep that, uh, my watch list, where I write down everything I watch, and, uh, yep. I also have a book list that I haven't updated since February 2020, and so I've been slowly, <laughs> since oh I've been sitting here, I was just like, oh, I'll just watch this shitty movie, and, uh, update this list. Um... Oh, wait, I think I remember what we were talking about. We were talking about, uh, uh Bat the Batman, uh... What was uh, Soul of the Dragon. Oh, That's yeah, what it that. was. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, you you go first. Sorry, you finished what you were saying. Oh, first. I, I was gonna say the one that I just finished writing down as I was talking to you right now is Congo. Uh, yes, I think I. I don't know if I actually have that one or not. I have to check my, uh, check my library if I have that or not. But yes, that's one that I certainly want to read. Uh, I know there was an adaptation of it. Yes, which is not very good, but <laughs> I heard it had an all-star cast, but did not do very well. No, I heard. Yeah, I didn't read too many books last year. I read Dune, Messiah, Children of Dune, God Emperor Dune, Heretics of Dune. Um, the person who wrote Arrival had a collection of uh, short stories right. called Stories of Your Life and Others, which I read and liked. Yeah, then Congo, and then uh, the Forever War. And uh, I started right. Dune, but I haven't finished it, which is the first time since 2015 that I had not read Dune uh, in one year. So that's oh too my. bad for me. <laughs> You'll get yeah, it. I'll You'll do it. it soon. You can do it. But yeah, uh, the Batman thing. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> right. Um, oh, yeah. I was talking about Bronze Tiger. That's right. Um, or those people who beat Batman. Uh, Richard Dragon is also in this. I have to mention that. I, I, I don't think nope. you know who that is. Uh, it's basically, think DC's Iron Fist, but without the getup. Oh, okay. And I think he's also white. Oh. Yeah, I haven't watched this yet, sure. but I will eventually. Let's see, here's Discipline, Honorable, and Deadly. Uh, set in the midst of the swinging 1970s, this Elseworlds, bolded, uh, adventure finds Bruce Wayne training under a master sensei. It is here that Bruce, along with other elite students, is forged into, in the fire of the martial arts discipline. The lifelong bonds they form will be put to the test when a deadly menace arises from their past. So I assume when they were uh, training. Yeah. Uh, it will take the combined efforts of Batman and world-renowned martial artist Richard Dragon, Ben Turner, and Lady Shiva to battle the monsters of this world and beyond. That is the... Uh, there's the synopsis in the back of the box. Yeah, when I look, when I first glanced at it in the uh, the store there, I was like, "Wait, is that a live action Batman thing?" And then I was like, "Oh no, wait, that's just the way they did the art on the cover." But <laughs> if only. Yeah, it's like, whoa, was that like a TV special or something? I wish, honestly, I wish. Uh, Bruce Tim is involved in this one, and he certainly has a bad rep after a few years of, especially with Batman and Harley Quinn. Oops. But yeah, no, I'd. Wait, just just wait till that one. I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like it's bad or anything like that. But let's just just, just wait till you get to it. Yeah, I've heard um, with the from the flashpoint on that things just went downhill. I've heard that certainly from you, but from other people as well. My DC groups, 
That's true. Some people seem to really like them, though, so I'm, I'm holding my, my judgments. Speaking of DC, since there's nothing that always... There's always something that goes wrong <laughs> over there. Apparently, Ray Fisher got... Uh, fired is the word word. Removed from playing Cyborg. Or, yeah, me, pretty much. For vocal reasons, I believe, or something he said. Yeah, he attacked the DC um, president. Oh. Wait, or was it the Warner Brothers? It was somebody really high up. I don't remember the details. He's been... People post about him all the time in my DC groups that I follow. I figured. And I, I initially read them, but now I just ignore them, so I, I can't even remember all the details, but... That's that's totally fair. But he had some vindication uh, over this past week, at least in terms of the Whedon accusations of abuse. I guess I I, I couldn't think of the. Uh, I can't remember if it was complaints of him being like racist or just that he was like a dick to work with. I, I can't remember the details with the Whedon accusations, but uh, I think something like that. Yeah. yeah but uh, Christina Carpenter, who worked on Angel. Yes. Yeah. I heard about this. She was also in. Um, I think she was in Veronica Mars. But yeah. Yeah, so at least he's had someone come out and back him up a little bit. So, too bad. Joss Whedon. Big asshole. <laughs> yeah, there's another thing. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, Firefly writer claims Joss Whedon bragged about making a female writer cry twice in one wow. meeting. I mean, I... Fair enough. Does... Okay, am I an a-hole for... Or an absolute, like numbskull for still liking Avenger Avengers Assemble and Age of Ultron. No, not at all. I in and I don't want to get use my get out of jail free card, but I will use Death of the Author <laughs> in this case because I don't really see many weedisms in that. I, I I guess there are a lot of weedisms in that um, weedism, excuse me, in in those movies, but. I guess I can just separate them. Are people nicely. actually jumping to like Death of the Author in this case? I don't know. I mean, Kubrick. <laughs> I mean, sometimes filmmakers are just big assholes. You don't have to like them personally to think they do great work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of the. I'm a big fan of Dan O'Bannon in, in in some ways at least. But everyone yeah. who worked with him says that guy was a fucking huge asshole, impossible to work with. It doesn't mean I don't like his work. <laughs> yeah. I guess, is it as extreme as, say, what J.K. Rowling's doing? Yeah, I think the J.K. Rowling thing just hit people on a more personal thing because she just keeps, uh, just like with that actor who, from The Mandalorian, it's like... Gina, whatever. It's like it she's is. got a persecution complex about the trans issue and she just can't stop talking about it. And she made that whole book. Do you know about that? <laughs> uh, no, I actually she don't. She wrote a book, I think it was, came out at the end of last year, where it was about like a trans um, serial killer. And so people were like, holy fuck, she's like, jump the shark with how hateful she is. My goodness. <laughs> I didn't pay much attention to that last part of it, but... So I think for a lot of people, it's more like just like, she just is such a horrible kind of hateful troll in that way that they just can't, um, in good conscience, consumer work. It's, yeah, wow. It's, it seems as though I'm starting to be swept into the, uh, into the mainstream uh media again almost the mass media unfortunately i'm still buying all the jim k books those are beautiful sets i still mass uh opinion or not that uh, uh, vox populite mass opinion <laughs> i guess is the term cultural zeitgeist is that uh no, i guess that doesn't quite thank you yeah i you're going with what the people are saying right now and i have to stop because i've always tried to be opposed to that however this in this case yeah 
people are certainly sensitive i will say no, that i get it's easy to be i would say reactionary but in, in not a negative way in this con in this context because popular opinion pardon me popular opinion is uh, that's what it was yeah you know i'm certainly gonna look at uh, if i ever go back to angel i'll look at uh or christina carpenter a different light and i gotta say it's too bad too because I always thought she was the worst part of that show. I thought she gave terrible performances. Oh my. And I found out that one of her allegations is that Joss Whedon was constantly threatening her that he was going to fire her because she was giving bad performances. And that gave her, like, instead of, um, it just mean that she had no confidence ever on the set and she was always nervous about doing a terrible job. And so that makes me feel bad for her now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, maybe she wasn't just a bad actress. Maybe she was just in a really bad work situation couldn't feel calm or relaxed with her performance or confident in it so that's too bad yeah but i mean again kubrick i mean poor scatman crothers he made that poor guy cry and terrorized shelly duvall on the set of the shining but it doesn't mean that i that he wasn't a brilliant artist he was just a fucking prick you know <laughs> many 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 people cannot share that opinion of yours I'm, I'm fascinated that you can separate the person from the art, which is awesome. Yeah, I, I'm bad in the other way, though, where I don't really understand how people can't. I get, I get like, feeling like, like it makes you uncomfortable, but that doesn't, I, I don't think that necessarily affects the quality of the work. But that's just for me. Fair enough. And there, there is some lines, like, I mean, with Woody Allen, uh, partly because he always stars in his movies, or at least yeah. most of the time does. And so I struggle having any enthusiasm to watch anything with him starring because he's such a creep, you know. Same with Bill Cosby. I'm not sure if I can go back to the Cosby show ever again because <laughs> it's so that person. Yeah, I, I said I would. I haven't yet, so... Yeah. That's, that's but with fair. someone like Kevin Spacey, you know, I mean, it's... The movies that he stars in aren't like the Kevin Spacey movie. It's not so that person... This is true. ...front and center. Yeah, fair enough. Do you ever do you ever hear of a uh, a, a TV show called A Different World? Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. It's I've been watching it on B B E T recently. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I don't really remember that show too well, but I, I'm sure I've seen some episodes. Apparently, of it. It was a spin off. Like you, you brought you, because it's uh, apparently is a spin off from the Cosby Show. Oh, was it? I thought it was a spin off of another show. Or maybe it was. I thought it was. Was it All in the Family? Maybe. Maybe that was I mean, what it was. Take a look. Yeah, okay. So if the Cosby show, that'd be kind of interesting. I didn't know that, that had any spinoffs. Yeah, I think it was, unless it like, became oh, it is. a new... Huh. Oh, it was, okay. Nice. Huh. Yeah, I think the the only reason I watched it, though... I mean, it's a good show, don't get me wrong. I like, I like a lot of cast as well. They have a lot of good personalities in there. And it wasn't making me think of Friends. <laughs> it was like, oh, this seems really awesome. And it, again, it was a different show than Different World. Uh, it felt like a different show than um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Bel Air. Oh, okay. I'm glad that there's different shows. Like, I mean, that was the same thing. I still want to watch. I wish they had. ET probably was airing it, but I wish they were showing Martin as well because I want to know it. Because I remember seeing that show like <sighs> once years ago, and it seemed interesting. Yeah, I remember thinking that show was terrible, but. It was but terrible. that could just be me. Apparently, I have a weird bias against Martin Lawrence. So <laughs> that's, that's totally fair. I think he's a little more subdued in that performance. Oh, I, I remember him being even more extreme. But mm, fair enough. I mean, he has a TV series for the whole time, so maybe. Okay, fair enough. 
But there was one character that I was shocked. I was, I, my jaw dropped when I saw her on screen. I'm like, no way. And it's like one of her only performances on screen. Uh, she's probably done other stuff, but I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it's her. It's Cree Summer. I don't know if you know who that nope. is. Nope. Not that I know of. Take a look. Sure. Take a look. So look under her. I, I don't know how often you grew up watching cartoons, but she is a prominent voice actor. Yeah, I used to watch a fuck ton of cartoons, but let's see. And very, there you go. And very, uh, except for DC and, well, superhero stuff after, what was this? Would you say, oh yeah, like some of the Spider-Man cartoons, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure when I would have stopped watching superhero cartoons, but I was certainly still watching cartoons when I, yeah, it looks like she's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. And she, uh, and in the day, she, well, even nowadays, she's still very, uh, she's, 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 she's pretty good looking, man, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to scroll down to get to some of the stuff I might have seen, but she has so many credits. Yeah, she's, she was the original, uh, voice for Penny, uh, in Inspector Gadget. Oh, okay, wow. We're going back to that one, she was, uh, she's on Codenig Kids Next Door, I know that. She's on a lot of, like, I think, cartoon Nickelodeon stuff. Oh, she was in... Rugrats all grown ups, grown up for 30 second episodes. She was in that one adult, yeah, there you go. She was in that one adult swims show where it was like drawn together, I believe. Nope, oh, yeah, I just passed that drawn together. Foxy Love. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't remember that one. That was Superman Doomsday, so we're going to be running to her soon. Uh, I don't know who she was in that. Oh, she played, she was in Batman Beyond, that's right. She was in Batman Beyond. Oh, she's one of the Hellboy animes. I'm not sure if that's one I've seen, but I never remember. She was also in uh, Batman Arkham Asylum uh, as uh, one of the main doctors in that. Yeah, definitely a lot of stuff. Codename Kids Next Door. Oh, man. Yep. I haven't thought about that show in who knows how long. Would have been great in... Uh, what was it? Would have been great in Avatar. Oh, she played Luminara in... Uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was on Clone Wars. That's right. I knew she was. I was like, wasn't she on Clone Wars or something? It's like, yes, she was. Uh, yes, she was the nun. That's yeah, right. Proud family. Remember that show? I do remember that show. That was a good show. Yeah, I remember they were talking about doing a live action version at some point. I think it was when Disney. Plus oh, come was. on. They already did the live action Kim Possible movie. It's like, oh, why? <laughs> I do not want a live action Proud movie. If, if they're doing, like, oh, yeah, let's do a live action Proud family movie. After the success of Kim Possible, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, so. probably bad. It's just I mean, wow, the weekend It's just me, or at least not very well done. Let's put it that oh, way. There's another show that I haven't thought about since childhood. Do you remember that show? <laughs> which, which which one? Sorry, the Weekenders. The Weekend, <laughs> yes. Um, oh wait, what was that one about? Yeah, I don't remember what that one was about. Oh, Atlantis. Oh yeah, she was Princess Kita. That's <laughs> right. Duh, I forgot. Idiot. Yeah, that was her. I don't know why she hasn't done another Disney movie, but I wish she did because she's, you know, excellent. But yeah, she was Princess Kita in Atlantis. Forgot about that. Yep, Pepper Ann. Wow. Wow. Some of this stuff is just, like, buried in the old of my brain. <laughs> Trip down memory lane. Oh, yeah. It's very much that stuff you just completely forget about. It's just, like, gone. Oh, certainly. Uh... I still remember some stuff, though. I've been thinking about that. As, as you know, doing... Well, as I get into my work, I always try to think about stuff, and I go back into my mind and just remember, like, oh, yeah, this, that, that, this. Memories <laughs> that I don't want, but... Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. 
It was nice talking with you again. Yeah. Glad the move went well. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. Glad it's over. Don't have to do it for a while, but hey, I guess this is your permanent residency. Yeah, which is great. I've always wanted to live on top of a coffee shop. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> now you gotta start watching Friends again. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe one day. I, yeah, they, they um, on Much Music, they had a marathon for like a week, a good solid week. That's what all they were showing for for the new year, I believe, because it was now on Crave. I mean, I don't know. If it, I don't remember what season it was on. Or, sorry, streaming service it was on before, but... Yeah, it was interesting watching it as an adult. It's... I don't know, it's certainly not like Seinfeld. I'll say that. Yeah, I don't feel like it holds up in the same way. <laughs> yeah, it's all about sex. I'm surprised by that. By that. Yeah, sex and... And weird, I don't know, like, Joey, I just feel like he feels too silly nowadays. And Phoebe, too, feels really silly. I guess standard. I mean, again, it's because a lot of people looked at that show and then took a lot from that show and did the same thing or did did it with a spin on it. And mm -hmm. So that's probably why it doesn't hold up anymore, because it was originating, originating stuff. That could but be. Maybe it was groundbreaking at... Maybe it was groundbreaking... Yeah groundbreaking for me at the time I don't know I still remember uh, when they had the finale episode my babysitter wanted to watch it because she was a huge uh, Friends fan I remember her crying yep. when it ended and she was so sad yeah whatever reason that memory's always stuck with me watching that last episode live but, strange yeah but going back yeah I, I don't know I, I can't get into it as an adult in the same way it's too bad yeah no, I mean, not, I can't say it was a failure or anything like that. It's not, that is not the case, but it... Yeah, it's just of its time. Yeah, I mean, I can go back and watch Seinfeld probably all the time. That's because it's still in syndication, so <laughs> it'll never go away. But I, Seinfeld still holds up, I'll say that. Yep, it still holds up, absolutely. But yeah, I better turn in now. So yeah, it was good chatting with you. Time to hit the old saddle. Hit the old saddle. Peace. Good night.